This is The Good Stuff. Let's get to know those who are doing the good stuff in our community. We'll chat with everyone from small business owners to local officials. Join us as we go around town to find the hidden gems. This is your host, Andy Tomlinson. Welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast. Well, welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast. I'm here with a special guest. Well, I'm actually on location uh, with uh, Dr. James Fleming Jr. Correct. The orthopedic surgeon at uh, the new Adena uh, Spine Institute. Adena Orthopedic and Thank Spine you. Institute. Yeah. Uh, so we're in his office, which is surprisingly very small. <laughs> I asked him, is this a closet? <laughs> uh, as... as uh, a orthopedic surgeon, you would think it would be a gigantic office, but it's uh, it's quite small. No, our rooms are devoted to patient care, not so much. And a- you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, where'd you go to school? Those neat, those things. I am uh, from the Cleveland, Ohio area. I grew up in a suburb called Shaker Heights, which is right outside uh, Cleveland. Um, so not born, but raised, um, came over when I was about one. So I had my, uh, education there. So I love all things, Browns, Cavs, Indians, now Guardians and Ohio State Buckeyes. So, uh, I grew up on that stuff. So I'm a a native Ohioan. After uh, high school, I went to college at, uh, Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island for, for college. And then I, um, Went to medical school at uh, Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine in Cleveland. And then after some other things, I did a residency in orthopedic surgery at the Cleveland Clinic Foundation, so lots of Cleveland. And then I got out of Cleveland for uh, after my uh, years as an orthopedic resident. I did a fellowship in spine surgery at... Cornell in Manhattan, New York City, at the Hospital for Special Surgery, which is Wheel College of Cornell uh, School of Medicine affiliated. So uh, after that, um, it was time to get a job, and uh, uh, there was a little place in Chillicothe, Ohio, that uh, had a good hospital. They had orthopedics but didn't have any spine. I'm a spine surgeon. And after looking at a number of places, I just thought the opportunity to start from something from scratch and grow it appealed to me, uh, and the rest is history. So that's kind of my story. Well, that's a heck of a resume. I mean, uh, to Brown, Ivy League, to uh, Cleveland Clinic, to Cornell, and holy cow. We're, and, and, thank and, you for, for coming to Chilcothe. And we're fortunate to have you. First capital. Yes. First know, and third. First and third. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, great town. And so I'm glad to be here. And, and you live in town, don't you? I do live in town. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. You, uh, you're amongst us. Since 2004. Wow. You'll see me at all those hot spots. Smokehouse yeah. and yeah. Chipotle and Kroger Street. Kroger's. Yeah. Both Kroger's. Right. I go to both. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a you're, native you're, now. Yeah. I'm a native son. That's awesome. Now, um, we don't get along on sports teams. Uh, so uh, we have a big uh, 
a game this Sunday. I'm a Bengals fan, and you're a Brown. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. The Who Day crew. Yeah, that's right. The Who Day crew. We Day going to beat you. Yeah, on I don't Sunday. know. We'll see. Uh, I'm I'm going to it, so it should be. Uh, hopefully, it's a that's a good game. Uh, well, that's awesome. So, how did you uh, decide to become a orthopedic surgeon? Um, well, I went to medical school. Uh, my my dad was actually a physician. He was an internal medicine physician, and um, so I kind of got um, exposed to medicine. Yeah. And um, did the pre-medical stuff in college. And um, when I decided to go to medical school, you get exposed to all the different fields. And so in your third year, you're doing all these different rotations and trying to decide what you're going to go into. Uh, And one of the big delineations is, am I going to be an internal medicine uh, type person that treats patients with medical conditions? Or am I going to be kind of a surgical person that tries to fix things? And I, I think having the exposure in my dad's office of the medicine side yeah for me was a little frustrating at times because although you're having impact a lot of adult behaviors contribute to their medical conditions so um you know you'd encourage them to lose weight and take their blood pressure medicine et cetera, and you see them back in periodic follow-up and and patients weren't always compliant i'd, I'd say i had long talks with them and I, they'd see me back in six weeks uh, in conjunction with my dad, and they were four pounds heavier. So <laughs> it got to be um, – I uh, the, the surgical side appealed to me because you recognize a problem, and then you could potentially immediately fix it. Sure. And then, you know, I've always liked sports and athletics. The musculoskeletal system appealed to me and being able to fix, you know, broken bones and backs and um, – improve functionality of a patient just really struck a chord with me. And so um, it was, it became orthopedic surgery. And then why spine is um, spine. You're treating all ages of patients. You're treating yeah. potentially kids to very elderly people, to young adults. Um, you're all over the spine from the, from the neck down to the tailbone. Uh, there's a lot of new procedures that are constantly evolving in spine. And I think the thing I liked about spine was the constant uh, evolving technologies and procedures uh, in that realm, whereas something like a total joint, they've been doing total joints for a long time. They've kind of perfected it. There's not going to be a lot of changes. I respect my total joint colleagues immensely, and they do a beautiful job with functionality as well. But um, I like the technology changes in spine, and that's why that attracted me to spine. Uh, with spine, is there, I, I mean, you hear stem cell. Is that part of that as well? Uh, yes, I mean. Um, or is it on the horizon? Or uh, Stem cell is, I would say, on the horizon. Yeah. Um, I actually did a, a good number of stem cell research in my formative years in, uh, at Case Western. Um, I think the promise of it is still evolving. We're not there yet. Yeah. Um, I, I think sometimes the layman say, hey, we get the harvest these stem cells from umbilical cord or from bone marrow or somewhere, and you throw them back in and you're as good as new. Um, the reality is that those cells don't uh, recapitulate or architect the exact same type of tissue that was injured in the first place. Sure. So they can be helpful, but um, in my opinion, at least, we have a ways to go before 
uh, things are perfected for yeah, sure. But it's still on the horizon. But definitely on the horizon. So what advice would you give someone uh, wanting to pursue the career similar to yours? My uh, advice to someone in any career, and including medicine, is yeah. stick to your passions. Okay? So if you do something that isn't work, it's a whole lot easier to enjoy it and be good at it. So um, stick to your passions. Don't be dissuaded because – at least on my journey, as you go along it, people are always trying to, uh, I don't know if you can do that, or, or they're, they're trying to change your mind about things. Sure. You don't want to do this. It's too hard. Or, and I think that here. happens in a lot of fields. And, and then, of course, application. So yeah. you need to figure out what needs to be done to attain whatever professional goal. What do they need to make that happen and then you have to do it. Yeah. So if you if you know as a pre-med student I've got to have decent grades in biology and chemistry, you know, I can't walk in there and get a C minus, then you know, in order to go to med school I need to get do these courses and get a certain grade. It's the same whether you're an architect, whether you're a nurse, um I have um, a lot of attorneys in in my family, and it's you know they got to excel in their writing courses. It's the same for anything. Yeah. But I think most importantly for me, don't be dissuaded because there's always going to be someone telling you, you don't want to do that, you can't do that, you're not sure. good enough or smart enough to do that, and um, the people who stick with it are the ones who usually uh, attain the goal. Uh, for you, how many how many years were you in college? Four years of college, four years of medical school, five years of orthopedic residency. I did an extra research year and one year of uh, fellowship. Unbelievable. So a lot of years. But um, once you're out, you know, then you're doing, at least for me, doing exactly what you trained to do. So it's Oh, yeah. It's you, had to, you had to love it because, I mean. Definitely liked it. <laughs> you're in there for a long haul. It's a long haul. What was one of the things you wish you had known when you began your career? What are some of the things I wish I'd have known? Well... Uh, I mean, you you know it's going to be a difficult road, um, but you, until you actually do it and experience all the aspects of it, it's different than kind of knowing it's going to be a, a long road and hard road, but doing it is yeah, is another thing. Yeah. So, you know, the long hours, uh, a residency, the lots of study, the lots of training, um, you know it, but you don't really know till you're doing it. So you give up compared to my peers who did other things after college. You know, the, they went straight to work and stuff. Um, they'd be having, they'd had good jobs. Maybe they went to business school or something like that, and they were spending money, enjoying it. I was, I was they're the brokest one. For, yeah. For a long time. Yeah, but that, that's probably changed. It's changed now, but I, for the, a long time, I'd say, buy me a beer, buy yeah. me a drink. I can't afford this right. drink. But uh, yeah, we catch up. Yeah, so. you catch up probably pretty yeah. quickly. But I'm sure you were envious thinking, you I know, was I'm, like, well, yeah, I'm you guys are wrong. having fun. Yeah. Yes, I'm, well, yeah. I'm thankful that uh, you came to Chilcothe. I mean, that's that's a heck of a resume. And we're, we, you know, you don't get doctors of your caliber in, in our small town. And I, I appreciate it. Um, can you tell me about a patient that's that touched your heart? And and oh gosh, patients touch my heart every day. Um, that's why you do it. Um, up there are a couple of plaques just from uh, patients that 
that's a patient first award where they give their story and then uh, Jeff Graham hears their story and um, periodically um, if you if you're lucky um, it gets publicized so I have no idea I can't tell you how many patients um, one of my favorite things is neck surgery and what can happen with neck surgery sometimes is that your spinal cord is compressed so you literally can barely walk uh, yeah. or, and or use your upper extremities so I, I'm not going to give any names but one of the patient uh, uh, first awards up there it was a patient who had surgery in Columbus and he was having problems and worsening problems. So I don't know how he got to me, but he got to me and got the MRI of his neck and he had a bunch of disc, which is material between the bones that was compressionist cord at the same level of the surgery that he had. So maybe some, all the disc wasn't taken out at the time of the surgery. But anyway, this guy could barely move his arms and his hands and his words going to be permanent. He could barely walk. So got the MRI, did a revision surgery of his neck, got all that disc out. There was a, a lot still there, uh, did a cervical fusion, and he was able to use it the very next day, able to use his hands and wow. stuff. So I still see him. He's had some other back problems, but he is so grateful that um, he can move his hands and has his life use back. a fork and has part of his life back. So. There's stories like that all the time, and when patients say, you know, thank you, Dr. Mingan, I always feel like, you know, th no, thank you. This is what I'm here for. I'm yeah. here to help if I can. I'm probably a conservative surgeon, meaning I honestly will not, to the chagrin of many, I will not offer surgery unless I really think I have a chance to help you. That's the kind I'm, of doctor I'm. I'm pretty conservative. Yeah. So, and I try all the non-operative things I can first and use surgery as, you know, either you have a, as a last resort or unless you have a, a neurologic problem, that a functional problem that has to be addressed immediately. I will, but for the most part, I'm pretty conservative and I'm proud of it. And um, But if I can help you, if I tell you I think you need surgery, it's then, you really then need I surgery. think you really need surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So outside of the hospital, because it sounds like you're here a lot, uh, What's a typical week? How many hours do you think you work? Oh, you know, the hours are long yeah. when you factor in not only the office and the OR time, but then we have charts to do and we have things to prepare for. And then I have a lot of administrative duties. So, um, uh, you know, at least 60 or so hours. Wow. Uh, but, um, you know, it's been that way for some time. It was worse in residency. So, um, you know, it's probably at least 60 or so. So on, on, on your time off, what do you do for fun? Um, I am a sports fanatic. Yeah. So uh, not only do I um, all things uh, Buckeyes, Cavs. Browns. Um, Browns. So on the weekend and, and I – so lots of sports, lot decent amount of travel, uh, hanging out with my boys sometimes who are college-aged. And uh, that keeps me pretty busy. I bet. Yeah. So my brother's coming in town today, uh, and we'll be watching Browns and Bengals uh, you should go to the this game. weekend. We'll probably go into the game. Yeah, good. But we'll have to so meet I'll up. See the, yeah. I'll be wearing a Browns jersey. And I will be wearing my Bengals. I won't be a jersey. I'll be wearing a probably, <laughs> Who knows what I'll be wearing. So let's talk about uh, this new space, this orthopedic spine institute i mean this is massive and 
gorgeous and well yes and 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 i take zero credit for this for this building it's called the adena orthopedic and spine institute it was a vision that uh uh um, my predecessor and uh, the, the, the hospital and the board of trustees had to bring a building like this to our community. Um, uh, the building is state of the art in every fashion. It's uh, um, got six brand new ORs with the latest technology. It's 110,000 uh, square feet. It's uh, been designed to um, uh, minimize things such as a surgical infection um, to make the patient care pathway easier when you come in. It's absolutely gorgeous. The patient rooms are private. They're spacious, and they all have beautiful views of, of surrounding Ross County, the mountains, yeah, uh, the same mountains that are on the flag, the Ohio State flag, I hope you know, yeah. uh, is, is the mountains you would see while you're in the patient rooms. So I think... When you walk in, you're saying, "My gosh, this is gorgeous." And I, I've had—I remember I, when we did some tours, there were a few uh, people who came through and said, um, "I don't believe we have—I don't—I can't believe we have something like this." Yeah. And I said, "No, we deserve it. Yeah. I really think Ross County deserves the best, and um, that's what we're trying to bring from an orthopedic and uh, spine perspective here. So it's absolutely gorgeous, but..." Um, Better than the physical plant for me is the people that we've brought on board to help the providers. And um, I've been involved in a lot of that recruiting. And we have really a first-rate uh, uh, orthopedic and spine department here, yeah. as well as neurology and uh, podiatry and sports medicine and interventional pain. I mean, we have really an outstanding group here. And you, you, you brought these people in, a lot of them? Well, we had we had some uh, some turnovers, and we wanted to. The the thing that the community and what our primary care brethren said was, we need more choice. We yeah. need more doctors who have different skill sets and who provide who provide uh, um, uh, different types of treatments. So um, that's what I was charged with when I uh, um, started my role as medical director a year ago, and uh, we have now. 40 plus providers here and uh, orthopedics has grown. We have, you know, a new neurosurgeon. So I was the only spine guy. We have a new neurosurgeon now. So we have a neurosurgical spine, orthopedic spine. We have, we had one hand surgeon. We got two hands, hand and upper extremity surgeons. We have uh, two, now we just signed two joint surgeons here. Wow. Uh, um, all of these people are fellowship trained and board certified. Um, really we have a, a young lady from Ohio State who's joining us in January. Who's uh, was one of their busy people. Was five years in, so we're we're bringing experienced people. Mark Lesh is. We have two sports medicine trained orthopedic surgeons new, so they're sports trained. Um, he came from the Pittsburgh area. He was former chairman in Washington, we won't Pennsylvania. Hold, we won't hold so that against a, him. Yeah, he is from Pittsburgh, <laughs> but he, he's been he's. Uh, Mid-career in his 50s, lots of experience. Um, I mean, uh, the group, and we have, of course, our sports medicine colleagues, podiatry t continues to grow. I could go on and on. But I think what the community should know is um, me being part of this community since 2004, I wanted 
um, and an administration wanted people who fit our culture, who are people oriented people, um, that are glad to be here, glad to be in the area, and who have excellent credentials. That's what I was searching for, and I am so lucky that you found um, them. It's we found them, and it's been beyond my expectations. I saw a, a video of I think Dr. Boyle. And he, he said something that stood out to me. He said, uh, you guys are here for the convenience, not of your doctors, like the convenience of our community. And it is. I mean, it's in our backyard. And if you get injured or need some something like that, you don't want to go to Columbus. No. You want, I mean, just the um, the rehabs and the, uh, you want it in your backyard and it's here. Yeah, and I think it makes a difference because the people here, are your neighbors? Yeah, they're the people you go, that your kids go to school with. They're your um, people you go to church with. I mean, they're right here in the community with you, and I, I definitely think that makes a difference. Rather than you're just a traveler from somewhere else right. there for a certain time, the, the connection to the community is important. I see people in the grocery store all the time who I don't recognize. Hey, Doctor Fleming, how you doing? And I don't know who they are. And I, Hey, how you doing, bud? Yeah. How's it going? You did my my cousin's uh, uh, back. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? Great. So, I mean, it's just a pleasure to be in this area in the community and yeah. commiserate with, with, with our folk. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm glad that uh, they're all here. So, what, what other service are you offering in this new space that you didn't before, or are there any? Well, um, the, you know, as we bring on uh, new surgeons and practitioners and not just surgeons um we've recruited to people who provide niches maybe that we didn't have before so uh, not to be exhaustive let's say a blake walker who's our new neurosurgeon you know i did things in the cervical spine down to the tailbone blake is doing uh things that involve the spinal cord tumors of the spinal cord the stuff i i cannot and i especially do could not. He's going to bring some uh, potential cranial or brain applications wow. to the hospital. So if you have, uh, you know, you ding your head and you got a brain bleed, he's working on um, a protocol where he can address people with, with, with those problems as well. So um, that expands our armamentarium of services. We've uh, brought in new technology. Um, we brought in uh, image guided navigation for um, spine, placing spinal instrumentation. We've already had it, image guidance or robotic um, surgery for a lot of joint applications. So as we bring new people, uh, they bring certain areas of expertise um, to our system. Yeah. Dr. Lesh, uh, some things he does, he does, a, I think, an MRI preoperatively for knees, and it's some kind of um, a navigated uh, thing for total knees. So um, I think our goal is to broaden the scope of services so if they, you don't have to go to some big city yeah. uh, tertiary care center to get it done. And as we identify things in the community that we might need to bring here, then we go recruit and try to bring someone with that area of expertise. Yeah, that's great. And, and you know, our community spans into, you know, Waverly and Jackson, and, and those people can come here. So, you know, it's a nine-county area. Yeah. I mean, we, we get patients from from Kentucky, from Portsmouth. Do you really? from, wow. Oh, absolutely. Athens and Hillsboro and um, 
yeah. Circleville, I mean, Jackson, absolutely. So it's, um, and they view, some of them patients view Chillicothe just where it's situated as, you know, a place to go for their shopping and yeah. restaurants and things of that nature. Some of the people who are on the outskirts. And right. Like, so. There's something called a navigator that's new to this building. Is that right? Like, so if you walk in, do you have a navigator that will take you? Is that? Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it's a person. Uh, we identified that we want to improve our service to our patients and to the community. And so uh, the administration put together a consultant, which was uh, Ritz-Carlton, to help. How do we engage our patients better? How do we provide better service? And high level of not just medical care, but just personal care. Yeah. And so... Um, we call it concierge uh, level service. So, yes, when you come into the building, there's uh, five individuals, uh, I believe, who uh, they will see you and say, hey, where, where are you going today? They will um, escort you to places you need to go. If you need your car, you pull up the car. They'll greet you there. Yeah. We'll take care of the car. They'll valet no for valet. it. Yeah. Bring you in. Um, if you're... Um, Bring you upstairs if you have a surgical procedure. Um, there's someone else there. When you end your stay, bring you downstairs. Um, the car is waiting for you. All that kind of specialized uh, service. We're working very hard. We haven't perfected everything yet. Sure. But we're working very hard to make it a, uh, a destination experience. Not only when you walk in the door, but when you're sitting in your patient room. I mean. The patient rooms are nicer than some of the hotels I've been in, wow. literally. So um, I think, yes, we have that concierge service is something we've committed to deliver, and we have individuals involved in those processes right now. That's awesome because when people come in, I'm sure they're anxious and don't, don't really want to be here, but you're making them feel comfortable. Uh, they're going to they're gonna tell people, and it, it makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we have a short window here because I know that you have uh, other patients and, and better things to do than having a podcast. Uh, but I always ask three three questions at the end. Uh, what's your favorite breakfast, lunch, and dinner spot? And it does not have to be in Chillicothe. It uh, can be wherever. Favorite breakfast? I, I rarely get to have like hey, a, a lunch. So breakfast, if, I rarely get to have breakfast locally. So um, if I'm in Columbus, and I have breakfast and have to stay there for some kind of conference concert or, or something, or conference or something, then I'll go to this little place called First Watch, and they have oh, a few yeah. of them. And it's uh, a nice little breakfast spot. But I'll go to the Bob Evans here locally as well. Yeah. So that's why I'm a ba you're not complicated with that. You know, just a waffle and some yeah. eggs and some bacon, and I'm good. So um, I like First Watch. Um, they have a few extra things, kale tonic drinks that are special, and that's that's what I like. And I'll, I'll, but I'll go to Bob Evans. You'll see me when I can make breakfast. Yeah, lunch is like you never have it. If I go to lunch and I'm, I'll just run out and go to Chipotle or something sure. like that, or Arby's or something. Nothing special. Dinner um, locally, I like several spots, which include our kitchen. They know me very well there. Yeah. You could very well see me at the smokehouse. I'm there a lot. And I also go to the poorhouse a lot. Yeah. So those all downtown. Are the, yeah. All downtown. So yeah. those are my go-to dinner spots. Um, what book are you currently reading or would like to share? 
Uh, you probably don't have time. Um, I don't have time for, well, for recreational books. It's 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 uh, onerous enough for me to keep up with the medical reading yes. that's required for continuing medical education and things of that nature. And then when I'm uh, rather than a book reading, which is uh, passive for me, I will turn on uh, my television and uh, watch whatever the hot shows are that people are recommending for me. So yeah. uh, Ozark or on Netflix or um, Ted Lasso. Or- uh, people are telling me to watch Squid Games. I'm trying to catch up with uh, Breaking Bad. I've just started oh, yeah. watching that. Watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. All those episodes. So I watch sports or I'll try to find a movie or some of the new shows that people will recommend to sure. me in the OR. So not a lot of casual book reading. You don't have time. You read Maybe, probably all day. I, I do read the news a lot and, and the newspapers through um, my phone and through my computer, but not a lot of casual book yeah. reading. Uh, Night Owl, Early Riser, or both? Um, both. Yeah, yeah. So I rarely am asleep before 12, and I'm rarely not up by at least six. Yeah. But that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of you. I mean, he, you're a busy man, and thank you for taking time to – to sit with me and talk about the the good stuff that you're you're bringing to Adina and uh, and thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Enjoy. Absolutely. Um, if, are you in the area as well? Oh yeah. So sometime after when the Browns beat the Bengals, <laughs> I gotta just for your sorrow, I'll I'll take you out for a beer and drinks because I know you'll probably need it. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.